Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Frank Isola, Sarah Spain, Woody Page, Clinton Yates on a loaded news day. The latest on Deshaun Watson's decision. Six game suspension. And England's Euro Championship with their own Brandy Chastain moment. And the life and legacy of Bill Russell. NFL news of the day. Six-game suspension for Deshaun Watson. No fine. The NFL and also Watson have three days to decide if they choose to appeal. NFL Players Association has said they will not seek appeal. It's been more than a year since the first civil lawsuit was filed against Watson, sexual misconduct and massage. In total, there have been 25 suits, one thrown out by a judge. This decision was based on four cases. The collectively bargained procedure here where the league sought decision from an independent disciplinary officer, former federal judge Sue L. Robinson, is a newer process in matters of, quote, conduct detrimental to public confidence. Robinson's ruling, quote, Mr. Watson is hereby suspended for six regular season games without pay, although this is the most significant punishment ever imposed on an NFL player for allegations of Nonviolent sexual conduct, Mr. Watson's pattern of conduct, is more egregious than any before reviewed by the NFL. Robinson adding, Watson um, should pursue massages only through the team in the future and not have any adverse involvement with law enforcement. Clinton Yates, how does the ruling come off to you? When it comes to situations like these, I'm sure my esteemed colleagues will get into a lot of the histories and various things that involve why certain things happen. But when it comes for me, I look at whether or not I think the people involved understand right from wrong. And in this particular case, the decision from the judge, I don't understand at all. Nonviolent sexual assault, that's not a thing in my world in 2022. The fulcrum of violence is consent, not necessarily physicality, which, by the way, in this case was involved. I was stunned to hear such a ridiculously kind of old school mentality about what we understand about how to protect women in this country as the baseline for why he only deserved a certain amount of games coming from a judge who apparently was agreed on by both sides. It was very disheartening. It was very disappointing. And overall, I really hope that the NFL takes a look at this and says, hey, at the baseline level, this just doesn't feel right in terms of what the punishment is, in terms of what he chose to do and what he was accused of. I don't like it, man. And I feel like my, insulting, my, in, my intelligence has been insulted on top of the fact that my emotions have as well. Sarah Spink, bring you in. 
Yeah, there's two things that stand out to me. One is the new process. And I've realized over the course of the day that it's probably a sham to try to convince us that Roger Goodell and the NFL are no longer judge, jury, and executioner by telling us that there's an independent judge paid by both sides. When in fact, that made the NFL essentially the prosecution in this, which means that a league that has a horrific record on sexual violence and caring about women is the one expected to present a compelling case about the acts of this man and why he should be punished. So we're given the rigmarole as if this independent judge is the one making decisions, but her decision was mostly based on precedent. And when your base level suspension for this kind of act is six games, more often three in history for what they deem nonviolent occasions, then you've set up this judge to make a ruling based on precedent that is woefully not matched to the crimes that were alleged to have happened. She said he committed sexual assault and did it intentionally, and yet she was bound by the precedent to only give him six games, which is more than anyone has gotten before for what she deems nonviolent sexual assault, which to Clinton's point is a subjective decision that not only is based on her, what I think faulty logic, that physical violence in some way is a more egregious act than the results of sexual assault, but also is bound by the NFL's idea of what's in the CBA. So the language needs to change in the CBA, the baseline punishment needs to change in the CBA, and then in the end we have to ask why we continue to allow ourselves to be tricked by the NFL that they care at all when you find out that only four cases were heard, only 12 women were spoken to, and those women were asked what they were wearing and victim blamed and accused of being complicit mm -hmm. in their own victimization. Sarah, just for a follow-up, I do not want to put words in your mouth, but would you say then this is a PR mechanism bound by certain guidelines to land in a certain space? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, when people make comparisons to other things that players are suspended for, those are collectively bargained in the CBA. And when you collectively bargain that sexually assaulting women over the course of a year plus and repeatedly predating on women is a baseline of six games, three, if they don't deem violence to have occurred, which, by the way, she might not be responding to the allegations of forced oral sex and other things if right. she was only able to hear the cases right. of those the four Right, the details women. of forced oral sex. Sex have been reported, right. and we have discussed that in the show in the months leading up to this. But even in this ruling, right on the page, talking about careers that have ended because of this and lives that have irrevocably been changed because of this. Woody Page, I'll bring you in here now on today's ruling. Well, to me, it doesn't seem right. To me, it sounds dirty. I don't think that there are any winners in all of this. I think there are plenty of losers and plenty of people to blame. I'm going to start with the NFL. If you had, in 2014, done a better job of setting the rules in regard to uh, how you were going to treat players who had gotten into trouble, we wouldn't be in this situation. Talking about six games seems to be what exactly the NFL settled on in regard to the Ray Rice uh, trip and problem that existed then. I obviously want to blame Watson I mean, he denied all along, continues to deny he ever did anything wrong. I think there's enough proof to show that he did a lot of uh, digressive and regressive sort of things that he should be blamed for. I'm blaming the Players Association for having to defend him in this situation rather than looking at it in the correct way. And I'm also blaming the judge in this case. I don't think she totally understood how she was dealing with this. I don't think her uh, equation was right. And the NFL, I think, has to appeal this decision. They have three days. I think they do it and go back to trying to have him uh, suspended for a full year. Frank Isola. 
And if they appeal, he could, in theory, start opening week. Right. I think the NFL is going to see what the public outcry is right now, how the public is responding to it before they decide whether or not they want to And is that Remember, right? They want is that all right for, to, to hear well, from your audience? And I think it's to what Sarah and Clinton were both referring to. I think the NFL wants to be hands-off on this. It's not us coming with the decision. It's the judge. We wanted, we wanted a year suspension. Then we met, we met with his attorneys. We said, all right, how about a 12-game suspension? And they said no. Watson, who's maintained his innocence throughout this whole thing, yet he's reaching a settlement with 24 of the 25 uh, civil cases that were met. And what do you say there are no winners? Deshaun Watson's a winner in this. He didn't play last year. He got paid. He was just handed the richest contract in the history of the sport for a quarterback, and the money that he's going to lose here is not really that much. He could have been facing a year suspension. Yes, this will be with him for the rest of his career, but only six games. And you knew something was up once they made that trade and they gave him that contract. The Browns knew that it was not going to be a year suspension. All right. Um, I, I just I, I recognize the use of the term winners and losers. We, we, let's not stay there, okay? I want to talk about this. The urge or tendency even to compare punishments to other punishments. You can imagine people are doing that today. NFL players are doing that today, uh, reflecting that Calvin Ridley's one-year suspension was for gambling on his team in games he wasn't playing to win, and now Deshaun Watson seeing six games, or Josh Gordon in his career. In total, 78 games suspended, and that's over marijuana. Vincent Jackson, three games for driving without a license. Is it fair or how should a fan sit with comparison of suspensions like that Sarah Spain well it is apples to oranges and they're going to tell you well according to the CBA and the collectively bargain punishments we can't give someone a full year for this even though Calvin Ridley's crime of gambling uh you know is far less offensive than what Deshaun Watson did. But continuing to bring it up matters because that needs to force the NFL's hand in changing the CBA that puts such a low-level baseline for punishments for these kind of crimes. We can keep bringing it up while recognizing that they're not the same to prove the point that they that there should be a higher punishment for these kind of crimes. Lynn Yates. It's apples and oranges, but they're all still fruit. And if the NFL's only way to punish players is by making sure that they don't get paid by playing football games, well then, yeah, you have to be able to compare them. And for me, the one thing that matters is that the judge said, I don't think this guy should be getting any massages outside of under team supervision. That alone tells me that something's going way wrong here with the adjudication of what actually happened. But even that, after all the reporting on what the Houston Texans knew and when they knew it, that doesn't even jive, right? That you're putting all oh, the team, if, if massages are done under the team, that's a safe place. Well, we just learned that that wasn't the right. case at all. Today, at Brown's camp, Deshaun Watson cheered. Coming up, the legacy and life of basketball great Bill Russell. And we'll welcome in a Hall of Famer who we know and love, Mr. Bob Ryan, for the discussion. Around the Horn is brought to you by Burger King. $5 your way with the new Southwest Bacon Whopper Jr. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc. A tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. An impossible thing to sum up the life of any person in 10 minutes. And for Bill Russell, a man who lived... How many lives? The greatest athlete, greatest winner, the great civil leader, role model, ambassador, American hero. When asked how he wanted his epitaph to read, quote, I would keep it simple, Bill Russell, he was a man. So that doesn't help, but it definitely clues you into the personality that fueled that man. It should be noted in the beautiful remembrance his family wrote in posting of his death, the most words went to his civil rights activism and leadership. His understanding of the struggle is what illuminated his life. Joining us now, our Bob Ryan, in your six decades covering the NBA and covering Boston sports, Bob, I can't imagine a figure who loomed larger, a subject with more depth than Bill Russell. Where are your thoughts today? Well, I'm feeling sad, obviously, for the demise of the great American, and he was a great American, Bill Russell. I summarize it as friends of Boston sports. We've had an unbroken succession of, of first ballot Hall of Famers in all four sports. It goes back to 80 Shore in 1925, right up to Chris today. If they were all lined up for a parade, Bill Russell would be carrying the banner at the front of the parade, period. Bill Russell is the greatest sports figure in the history of Boston and one of the and, and, and arguably as great a sports figure as America has ever produced. Mm. Legacy, Bob, is not just what you do. It's what you leave behind as well. So when you start to try to even get your arms around the legacy of the great winner, the great leader, the great ambassador, where do you start? Well, no one's going to surpass this record of winning 14 championships in 16 years, starting with the NCAA in 55 and ending with the Celtics' seventh game triumph over the Lakers in 69. So no one's going to do that. Uh, the legacy on the court is that he put the block shot and, and intimidating defense into the game. He said, and I quote, I made the game vertical, unquote. And he did. He could kick the rim. I said kick, K-I-C-K, not touch, T-O-U-C-H. <laughs> and, and he was an athlete far ahead of his prime. So he left a mark on, on, on how to play the game that was different than the, the center play had been. 
You know I am a stat boy at heart, always will be, uh, Bob. The stats on Bill Russell, even as a young person in my life, as I'm looking at them, they just, I mean, they're impossible. His record in game sevens, his record in championships, the 11 championships in 13 seasons. Is there one piece of statistical information that, that you want to share with us that maybe we don't know or that you just love the most? Well, I frankly, I came up with this a number of years ago, and, and I'm glad to see it's entered into the public domain, and that in 21 winner-take-all games, somebody's going home tonight. Starts with the NCAA tournament in okay. 55, and, and including every NCAA game, the medal round games in, in the Olympics in 56, and 13, uh, and then uh, 13 years worth of best of fives and best of sevens. He was 21 and 0, or his team happened to win 21 times. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> and so that, that's not, that's not going to be surpassed. Uh. Woody Page, I'll bring you in here on your thoughts on Bill Russell. Well, it's hard to duplicate what Bob Ryan knows and his history with Bill Russell. Well, let me just throw a few things in here that I think his work in social justice, Bill Russell and his uh, concern for civil rights, that was proven when he marched with Dr. King, when he talked about in 2017, and this is kind of forgotten, he actually went with NFL players and kneeled and said to Jackie McMullen, please tell them I'm with them. He was more than a man. He was a human being, one of the greatest human beings that I ever met that I think anybody would cover. I think was left out of everything that's talked about. He was one of the funniest athletes that I'd ever been around. I talked to him in 1987 after the Sacramento Kings, the team he coached, gave up 147 points to the Nuggets, and I said, what would you do about this? And he said, I'd try to trade every player, but nobody'd want them. Bill Russell was an incredible, incredible human being, and what he accomplished, uh, he deserved every award, every uh, monument you could possibly give him. Clinton Yates. As a young black man in my family, Jackie Robinson was the pioneer, but Bill Russell was the blueprint. I grew up with Georgetown Hoyas head coach John Thompson, who played backup to Russell and won two titles with him with the Celtics. And he said the thing about Russell that really set him apart was that he was out there early referring to himself as black. Not Negro, not African-American. He knew his identity. And I got to tell you that for me, as much as it affects me as a sports fan, as much as it affects me as a basketball fan, to be sad about Bill Russell as a black person in America, that dude was everything we were trying to be. And he never, ever sold himself out for anybody. Frank Isola. You, uh, you know, he was a winner on and off the court. You had the photo at the beginning of the show with him with all the rings holding his face. Snap Butler, the great NBA photographer, took that. You know, back then they didn't get rings every year that they won. They actually had to borrow rings from other players to put the 11 on his fingers. And when you were at an NBA All-Star game or a finals and you saw Bill Russell there, just the way the players revered him, whether it was Michael Jordan, it was Kevin Garnett, it was Kobe Bryant, and the way that, you know, Bill Russell made himself available to the younger players. It wasn't always, oh, I, I'm so much, you know, you guys, you're generation isn't good he actually embraced these guys and just they understood winning tony like you know the way that derek jeter understood yogi berra having all those rings the players get it when you're around a winner and they acted that way around bill russell Dara spain yeah it's sort of an inevitability that as time marches on we forget some of the greats and that includes his winning no matter how many times we're told he's the greatest winner of all time. Eventually, people fall for Michael Jordan or LeBron James, and time marches on. But more tragic than that would be, of course, to forget all the other things he did. And you mentioned that desired epitaph of he was a man. I don't know if this was his intent, but it certainly makes me think of the Memphis sanitation worker strike of 68, where all of the black men are holding signs that say, I am a man, and refusing to allow people mm. 
to reject their humanity. Mm -hmm. And maybe all he was saying with that epitaph is that is the least I can ask of you. And I have been demanding that for my life. And I still have yet to have been seen that way in the eyes of everyone. And I think uh, Vincent Goodwell, in writing a piece about his death, said he was beloved 48 minutes at a time and at best tolerated in civilian clothes by the city that he won so much for. And if that legacy doesn't remind us how much work we still have to do, um, that would be a shame for Bill Russell's legacy if we didn't remember it. Tolerated by the city where he worked. Bob, can you, can you shed some light on that? It's a irrefutable fact that the city of Boston he encountered when he came to Boston in 56 uh, was not ready to embrace uh, a, a black person in any walk of life. Uh, the, it was a, they called it a tribal city that was suspicious of people of color. Uh, he confronted this. He had never seen anything like it. Even in, in, uh, growing up in Oakland, there was nothing like that. Uh, and that's a reality. And he had to deal with that his entire career. And, and he never was really that particularly fond of the city of Boston. And he famously said, I owe, I owe the fans a performance. And, and he, he, he conducted himself uh, in his own manner. Gave the fans and other players a voice, direct line to the voice athletes have today. Comes from the great Bill Russell. The debate of the greatest of all time, the GOAT. We don't need to literally do it today, but I need to say this. It started with Russell versus Wilt, right, Bob? And, and Russell was more than happy to host Wilt for Thanksgiving dinners and then beat him on the court after that. And from that photo you were talking about, Frank, with all the rings to Russell jokingly flipping off Charles Barkley or telling all young players he kicked their butts. This is a man who knew his place in the game, and the game was sure to show it to him. The MVP named after Bill Russell. Thank you for your time, Bob Ryan. Thank you so much for joining us on, on a day like today. As for us, no scores today. What are we going to do in Showdown? Let's find out in two minutes. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Well, 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 that was a show unlike any other. And what do you do when you show up at Showdown and everybody's got zeros? <laughs> FaceTime for everybody. Frank Isola, around the horn to you. I'm first. That means I won. Congrats. How about the Women's Euro, which was a great tournament? Mm. The host nation, England, wins 2-1 to one in front of 87,000. The two goals in the first half were world class. And then when it's in, in extra time, England has this thing about penalty kicks. What happens? Chloe Kelly, a little toe poke in the 110th minute, 
England, what a great win! Incredible for them. Great win, as well. and they had their Brandy Chastain moment, right? I mean, yeah. she waited a second to see it. Everything was good. It was great. Amazing. Sarah Spade, around the horn to you. Yes, Frank, thank you for setting me up for the actual win. I'm going to talk about that game as well, and I want to bring people back to 1920 when 53,000 people went to an England women's football soccer match, and it so angered the Federation, who didn't like the women's popularity, that they banned women's soccer for 50 years, and we fight and claw our ways back, and we get to this. Invest, and it pays off. Woody Page, here's a FaceTime for you. Thank you, Tony. Yes, a final note about Bill Russell. He went to high school in the Bay Area with Frank Robinson, who was the first most valuable player in both leagues, and Kurt Flood, the baseball player who was responsible for ending the reserve clause and allowing free agents. Wow. Didn't know that. That's great, Woody. And Clinton Yates, a FaceTime your way. Tony, appreciate the chance to be able to be the closer on this combined no-hitter. By the way, there's still hot stove (laughs) stuff happening. The Brewers traded away Josh Hader to the Padres, who are making moves. They traded closers in Taylor Rogers, but I hope this gives a chance for my man Devin Williams, the airbender, first-time All-Star this year to maybe close there in Milwaukee. A lot of stuff going on in the wild-card chase. That was was a first-place team trading away the best closer of the last decade. All right. so nice side. Is that a win for everybody today, or is that a quarter of a win? 0.25 on the score. And if it's a quarter of a win, Woody, then you're back to a whole number. I'll take the quarter. I'll take four. Great stuff for everyone. Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow.